0: that you were born to do something amazing. I believe you have an incredible gift to share and that there are people waiting for you right now.
1: What is your what? What is has chosen you? What is your what in all the things that you do? It's time to let go. Just spread your wings and let be because it's time to be free, free,
0: free, 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 free. free. All righty. Welcome to a What Is Your What Wednesday episode. this is fun. I hope we actually release this on a Wednesday. That'll be the plan, huh? We haven't done one of these for a while. I like these. I am excited. So welcome to Reinvention Radio, and specifically, What Is Your What Wednesday. Here on What Is Your What Wednesday, we do talk a lot about the tools and tactics and shortcuts and strategies found in my New York Times bestselling book, What Is Your What? Discover the One Amazing Thing You Were Born to Do, which you can grab for free at what is your Whatisyourwhat.com. And we would love for you to do so if you have not already, or if you have and you need a refresher, go grab it again. Hanging out with the lovely Mary Goulet. Hello. Hello, Mary. I miss that song. I know it's a good one, isn't it? I like it. Richie Ote, what's up, my brother? How's it going? Wait, wait, has got it under control in the studio. Kelly's got it under control back at like headquarters. Right. And so, yes, wait, well, you're already good. Yes, please. What well, is your what?
1: Well, I was just going to interject in hearing that song, it's like, and now. A hit from a few years back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Casey Kasem. Thank you for that. All right. So, you know, a lot of things I've been thinking about now over, well, the last long little while since we did our our last episode here. And unfortunately, we don't have time to cover all of those. But I wanted to to talk about something that's near and dear and fresh in my heart, which is some of you know that I have been practicing uh, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu for the better part of 20 years. And it's kind of a a crazy sport where basically the objective is to get your opponent to give up or tap out. And they do that by uh, basically being put in uncomfortable positions such as uh, if they don't tap out, they will be choked and put to sleep uh, or have a limb dislocated or something of that nature. So, yes. Sounds
1: like a good time. It's an
0: excellent time for those who enjoy it and not an excellent time for those who don't. So yesterday, um, and, and I've trained uh, at a number of different places over the years. The first um, handful of years were under Carlson Gracie Sr. when he was still alive back in Chicago. Uh, we trained under him for four years, 2000 and 2004. And then, of course, under his son, Carlson Gracie Jr., for years as well. Um, moved to San Diego, and then I started training... Uh, under the Gracie Humaida lineage, and then uh, more recently now under Gracie Baja, and of course each lineage has its own unique style and flavor and and take on the on the sport, uh, and their own cast of characters for sure. So th- we just had um, the Gracie Baja World Summit here in San Diego, and competitors from all over the globe came in. I mean, talking Australia and Europe and. Africa and in the Middle East. I mean, you name it. So it was a, a really big to-do. And so for this last week, we've had some of those people come into our school, Gracie Baja San Diego, uh, and and hold seminars and just share what they're doing and their own unique approach to things. And, and seminars are great because, again, you get a unique perspective on how people do this, what is essentially the same thing, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but put their own spin on it, their own flavor, et cetera. And so yesterday we had a really interesting gentleman come to teach a seminar. And uh, his name is Sean Fong, And he's originally from Fiji, born, raised in, uh, in Fiji, and then eventually moved to Australia, where he now lives. When he was seven and his family, you know, not well off by any stretch, a lot of sugarcane fields and, you know, those sort of things, and that's where they made their money. Uh, when he was seven, he was out playing with his brother, and part of what the kids used to do is they used to hop on and off trains, these freight trains that would go from city to city or whatever, and you just go for a ride, and you'd hop off, and you get a train, You go, but not like a, an official, like, you know, MTS or CTA or whatever it might be, just like a freight train kind of thing. Well, he was hopping onto a train, and his clothes got caught on one of the sugarcane reeds. And this is a sad story. It's a it's it's both a sad and a interesting story. Hmm. And so his clothes get caught on the sugarcane reed, and he's jumping to go onto the train, and the the clothes get snagged, and before he knows it. He is on the track, and within a split second, the train goes over his leg and takes him about you know, 10, 15 yards before the leg is severed. And as he's trying to free his leg, it severs his right arm. So he's now lost his left leg and his right arm his head is getting banged along the tracks, just going through an unbelievable, I can't even imagine, just such a horrific scene. And and, and his six-year-old brother is there watching this. And finally, he's somehow miraculously kind of released from the grip of the train. He's now bleeding to the tune of uh, later reports that he lost about two-thirds of the blood in his body. His brother runs for help. Miraculously, they find help. They're able to get him to a hospital. Somehow, after having been in a a medically induced coma and, and whatnot, he survives. Think he'll never walk again. Think he'll never have cognitive function again. Of course, you know, the priest came in, gave him his last rites. I mean, like it was, it was bad. Somehow he survived. Took him years and years and years to recover and know that he's not dead, know that he's still alive, has a life to live. And he begins to turn the corner on why this happened and how this happened and what am I going to do next? And he ends up embracing his uh, i don't want to call him disabilities because i don't see this guy as someone who has disabilities but you know no arm no leg he has prosthetics that he takes on and off but he somehow manages to build up enough strength to begin swimming (laughs) a coach sees him swimming i know Oh my gosh. Coach, some coach somewhere sees him swimming and says, "You know, your technique is awful, but I think you have potential in this." Introduces him to a, another coach who is responsible for the Paralympic mm. swimming team of Australia. Long story short, he competes in the Paralympic Games, sets world records in swimming in the Paralympics gold medals the whole nine and began taking up jujitsu at a later date uses what he has and he and i actually have the exact same rank we are both brown belts with two stripes which means we're both about a year out or so from our black belts and and he was teaching techniques and again i've you know i've been doing this on and off for 20 years He was teaching techniques that I've never seen before. Where did he come up with these techniques? Well, he came up with these techniques by using what he has. And when he competes, he doesn't compete with prosthetics. He competes, and he has one leg, one arm.
1: On the same side?
0: On opposite sides.
1: Oh, balance them out.
0: I guess so, right? And somehow he's been able to use this to his advantage. And somehow he's able to be very competitive in a sport that is quite uh, trying. I mean, it, you know, for for able-bodied people with all of their limbs, it's tough.
1: Yeah, but don't you think that that experience, that huge adverse experience is what helped or does help a person go deep in resilience? Some. Because I would think perhaps he would not have had a place to go to reach down to be this successful and accomplished without that having happened. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. I get a star.
0: You get a star. And so, you know, all of us have been given gifts, whether it's genetic and it's in, in you, and you were born with it or as a result of circumstance. But no matter where you are on the path, whatever those excuses are that you've been throwing in your way in terms of why you can't do something or why this won't work for you or why it might be okay for them, but it's not okay for you. I mean, I would just simply challenge that and ask you to, to reframe your thinking around that. And like Sean, focus on what you do have and what you can do, because in that, focus is where you'll find your gifts, is where you'll find your strengths, is where you'll find your abilities that people are literally praying for you to show up in their lives to deliver, right? So it was just it was a very humbling experience, and, and I was honored to be in his presence. I was honored to, to be able to learn from him and just know that it's just so easy to get caught up in in what we do, what we don't have, and why we can't do something, as opposed to leveraging the gifts that we've been giving and given, and really share those with with strategic abandon. So, if you go into uh, my Facebook page, if we're not connected there, uh, please connect with me there. Steve Olsher, uh, I'm known as America's Reinvention Expert on uh, on Facebook, but connect with me there. You can see some photos of Sean Fong, F-O-N-G, and uh, yeah,
1: wow, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, use the gifts you've been given, my friend. No matter if they're genetic or by circumstance, they're there and we're waiting to see them. Ooh, From Mary Golay and Richie Ote, White Wade, Kelly Poker, I'm Steve Olscher. Talk to you next time here on What Is Your What Wednesday on Reinvention Radio. Take care.
1: Attention coaches, authors, speakers, and business owners. Please pay close attention to what I'm about to say if you want to secure massive visibility fast and generate thousands of highly qualified leads without spending a dime on advertising or marketing. The easiest way to make this happen is to appear as a guest on the world's most popular podcast. We recently came across an awesome resource that provides detailed contact information for 240 new media influencers who are looking for guests just like you it's called the ultimate directory and for a limited time you can get the preview edition of the directory absolutely free that's right for free it's time for you to get the visibility you and your business deserve and connect with the world's leading icons of influence who can make you famous with the push of a button get your free preview edition of the ultimate directory right now at www.myultimatedirectory.com that's myultimatedirectory.com